the Screaming Eagles Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 114 of the Screaming Eagles Podcast. I'm your host Ben and joining me in the Eagles Nest via satellite is the Chewbacca to my hand Solo, the Yoda to my Luke Skywalker, Billy Night Train Buttons. Wow. Welcome. That's good. I like that. Yeah, you like that? I do, I, yeah, I do a pretty good um, Chewbacca impersonation, actually. Do Is that when you it? take your shirt off? Kill them. <laughs> no, it goes. Hey! That's not bad. <laughs> there you go. Not That's, too bad, is yeah, it? Yeah, it's, and you could also do a Listerine commercial with that kind of. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it came about. I had a I had a sadistic um, year one teacher actually year one and two I was in a composite class so you had the same teacher in year one and two okay on the on the main streets of Parramatta yeah and she was South African and she wouldn't let South us leave African. in the after South African yes she, get off my she land. would not let you leave in the afternoon until you would roll your tongue so she would make us roll our tongue make that sound yeah. Here's the thing that, you know, people didn't know back then. It's it's genetic whether you can actually roll your tongue or not. So really? I, I can't roll my tongue at all. No. So that noise you hear is in the back of my throat. <laughs> I can hold my tongue. You, you can look. It's just in, I had to teach myself how to do that yeah. because I wouldn't be let out of school until I said, you know, roll over. <laughs> so, yeah, so there we go. Sidetrack. Well, there, yeah, there you go. I I can, and I learned very early that it sounded like Chewbacca. Yeah, well, <laughs> I can actually roll my tongue, um, but my kids can't. And I sort of Ooh. laugh at them. So I didn't realize it was yeah. genetic. Yeah, yeah. It's a, ge- it's, it's a genetic thing. You, if you okay. can't do it, you just can't. You can't teach yourself to do it. It's like a... You can do it. You've either got it. You're either like the king, you've got it, or you're like Brad Parker. You don't got it. Boom. Oh, yeah. Coming in hot today. Yeah. Well, he's he's the king's definitely got it. That's for sure. Um, his haircut's got it. Yeah, he's got a nice little dance. That's what he's got. Um, mm. So exciting end of the season. I mean, really, this is the season's actually just started. That's right. right. The rest of it was preseason. It was it, it the, was it, it was kind of like yeah. a it, they were playing for a uh, participation award ribbon. That's that's what the rest of it was, you know. All the fat wheezy yeah. kids on sports day, um, you know, we everyone's invited, but really now we're into what should be the real competition with the real exactly, teams. yeah, exactly. I, I I could actually I could see a competition eight teams, sixteen rounds, that you know. <laughs> I, I, I'd tune into that. I mean, really, you look at all the teams that didn't make it, would they be missed? Are they missed? I can't even remember their names. Can you, Are I, there I, more I, teams in the comp? I don't, don't even know. Yeah. I mean, the only the only one I know is the Bulldogs um, <laughs> for obvious reasons, but we'll get on to, we'll get on to that later in Infidel's Corner. Um, yeah. Now, Bill, before we get too much into the podcast and we start talking about, obviously, the... The pointy end of the season. Now you're a bit of a uh, you're a bit of a lingo expert, as we all know. Okay. Uh, you okay. were the first across the whole syndesmosis. Uh, yes. The that's whole true. footballers being footballers. You, you you've made a study of football lingo. 
Yeah. So I've got two questions for you. Um, mm-hmm. When did the big dance come into the vernacular? <laughs> and is it too early for us to start talking about the big dance? Can we talk about the big dance no. in this in this podcast, or is it too early to talk about the big dance? No, we we can absolutely we can and we will we can <laughs> Good. and we will okay. So the big dance, it's an interesting, you know, I was having mm. this conversation with some linguistic professors yes. just uh, just earlier tonight on my linguistic podcast. <laughs> and um, Which it's, is it's where you're also American. talking it's about coming, rolling your R's, right? You're also... <laughs> that's yeah, that's it. right. Yeah. The big dance yeah. with my American professors. That's it. Um, it's, it's a US term, mm. so they'll use... In the uh, the college basketball March Madness, I believe they use it, the big dance, um, and another one that's that's closely related to the big dance is Moneyball. You get a lot of talk about oh, yeah. Moneyball. So mm. apparently the Tigers are going to play Moneyball again. <laughs> another US reference that mm. I don't think anyone really understands, but it sounds cool. Well, so, yeah, it's, it's no. It, the way they use it here isn't really what Moneyball's all about. Like, it's all about stats and, you know, they use it in baseball. I mean, we've most of the people here who are listening have probably seen the movie Moneyball with Brad Pitt. But it's all about using stats and, well, each player, you know, each player represents a number of home runs and, you know, you've got to put the money next to the amount of home runs and all that kind of stuff. I can't see the Tigers. Yeah. I can't see the Tigers headboard sitting down with their <laughs> stats going, we need to buy X amount of tackles per game and we need to buy this many tries. Now if we buy this player, he brings this many. I can't see that happening. So when they when they I think when they use the term moneyball in Australia, I think it's just like just fucking taking a punt on a bunch of burnt out players hoping <laughs> yes. one of them hits. I mean that's is that kind of do you get the feeling too? Yeah, that's what they. Yeah. That's what they. But it's 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 kind of inconsequential what it means. It's just you use the term because it sounds good. It's like yeah. the journalists all have their little language that they use to one another. Mm. And at first, it's now it's the big dance. It's footballers. Man, he's just a footballer. He's just a first grader. You can't coach that. He's just you know they're, they're and 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 it's gradually picking up some some things from other sports as well. So that's my take on it. And, so, and if you disagree with me, you're wrong. <laughs> so the big dance is obviously the grand final. Now, is there any kind of lingo that we can refer to during these finals games? Pointy, pointy end of the season, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, I, that's a good question. Pointy end of the season. Um, uh, it's just been a rehearsal up until time? now. I don't know. Maybe maybe we need the maybe we need the listeners to give us a yeah that's right we need some we need some recommendation now talking about this um, I was just on my phone this is yeah. unlike me to get no. distracted while you're talking but yeah this talk of Moneyball there's actually there was an article earlier this year there's a there's a team in the English Premier League called Brentford and if anyone wants to kill some time uh, looking it up on just Google Brentford. And their owner, Ollie Watkins. And my basic summary of what happened was he was kind of doing the Premier League version of trying to game the system. And he came up with like a mass algorithm that realized 
um, goals scored wasn't particularly useful metric for recruiting players because you could you could be a really good striker just come up against a, a even better goalie. Mm. So he um, he used all these weird stats to figure out the best way to buy good players and kind Was of he a banker? Did them he start as, as a banker? Get... What's that? Did he start as a banker? Yeah, yeah, I think he was a mathematician actually, right. but yeah, I think he maybe started as in finance. Mm. There you go. So, is there anything they I, can't do? I, I'm doing a podcast, and yeah. uh, he owns a Premier League team, so we're kind of pretty similar. Pretty much. <laughs> it's like looking at the man. It's like Michael Jackson looking at the man in the mirror. Really, isn't it? <laughs> Gonna make change. Um. Hey, before we get into it, I just want to give a quick. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I got two shout outs. Uh, Can I give a shout out to The Batman? Okay. Who is this Friday going to drive a thousand kilometers round trip to watch Manly beat the storm on Friday night? Um, So. That's what you call a real fan. So wow. uh, shout out to the Batman. Uh, hopefully you're listening to this podcast as you drive there. Um, well, can can I just say, literally as you said that, mm. my phone has popped up with a like from someone Yes, <laughs> called, I think it's the Batman. It couldn't be because this person on their Facebook profile has a, North Queensland Cowboys shirt on. So I'm just going to keep that wow. one parked. Let's okay. keep. He won't, okay. he, he won't hear this conversation. Oof. Oof. But if he Controversial. runs at me, I'll. Uh, I'll yeah, be- <laughs> wow. So what you're saying is is that there uh, could be a uh, bandwagon jumper. Is that what you're saying? Ooh, Ouch. yeah. Wow. Ouch. I don't mean, I wouldn't blame any. Literally, yeah. Got a like on the Screaming Eagles podcast photo. Yeah. Okay. And there's a there's a there's a Cowboys jersey shining right back. It suspiciously looks Can you blame him though? Like the, Could you blame him for jumping off the Cowboys? Well they're the people's team, the Cowboys, aren't they? <laughs> <They're> fucking <laughs> I'm gonna talk about them later on Infidel's Corner too. They they they, they haven't copped it enough this season. Yeah, they're they're just flying under the radar, yeah. aren't they? And I'm I'm just the guy to, to give it to them. Um, yeah, you're not gonna let him get away with it. No, damn straight. Um <laughs> The other one I'd like to give a quick shout out to is Latte Slipper. Well, that's the yes, team well, anyway. Well I don't know if he wants his real name. I don't know if he wants his real name uh, given out over the podcast, so we'll just call him Latte Slipper. Now, he won the uh, the Supercoach, the Screaming Eagles Supercoach League. Uh, that was, um, well, look, bit of controversy, bit of controversy. Um, issues with the system, I think. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> when a when a team essentially scores the third most points and yet gets knocked out in the first round of the finals, I, I mean clearly the system is flawed. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. That's all I'll say. The system mm. is flawed. We'll leave it at that. I'm not going to say whose team it was that got knocked out. Let's just say I might be looking at the rules and changing a few things next season. <laughs> Um, Commissioner, you're going to become a Peter Volandis and just change it on I'm the cha- fly. I am going to change it on the fly, absolutely. Uh, any point that Brad Parker gets gets quadrupled in many teams. <laughs> that's that's the first thing I'm going to bring in. Um, 
Uh, yeah, so well done to uh, Latte Slipper. Now, we've got a Manly T-shirt coming his way. Is that right? Yep. 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 Uh, we've got a uh, one of uh, Bill's beautifully designs. Um, who I can't remember the order that it goes in. Is it Marty? I think it's Marty, Daly, Tom, and Jake. Yeah, there you go. But not necessarily in that order. No, not necessarily. Um, and uh, we've got an official... I don't know why I'm grabbing it to hold up to you because you know, because you know what it looks like, and we're not we're not live on air, but uh, yeah, we've got a official Screaming Eagles podcast cap now. This is a new era cap too. Can I just say, mm, not nice. one of those nasty cheap flexi fit ones. This is a new deal. era. Now it's not fitted because I don't know how big your head was. So it is a it is a um, what do they call it a slap adjustable. Back. Yeah, something like that. Well, um, fitted ones, I feel like the fitted ones, their days, I've got a few yep. and they, their days are gone. I, oh. I feel like whenever I put like an old fitted new era hat on, yep. I feel like I feel like Turtle from Entourage. Mm. You know, it's that kind of look. Yep, yep. I, I, I like it fitted. It helped that I drank a case of beer and so I've got the belly of Turtle <laughs> as well. But um, Yeah, so um, anyway... New Era Cap coming your way, and uh, a shout-out to um, Cyrus as well. Oh, uh, yes. His team, the Hooded Monsters, uh, got the wooden spoon. <laughs> so uh, congratulations, Cyrus. Uh, you will be getting a uh, Peter Shamin cap coming wow. your way, which, you know, some would say he's the winner, really. Comes, comes last, yes. gets a Peter Shamin cap. Yeah. I mean, if that's coming last, I don't ever want to come first. <laughs> Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yes, Cyrus. Well, and I will say that I I had a... He showed me his team in the first week and I did have a sneaking suspicion that he had it all wrapped up. That wouldn't spoil. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, there were some selections in there that when when you spoke to him and said, why did did you choose, you know, some veteran that's not going to see the field much? And he was like, oh, look, he's just really good in the locker room. He's going to be really... (laughs) He did. He goes, I just think he's really good, um, you know, for morale amongst the team. And, I, and, then I'd go, and then I'd say, oh, how come you've got this player instead of Tommy Turbo? He goes, oh, well, we're, we're playing the uh, – playing the, he's playing the Bulldogs this year, uh, this week, so he should get a big score. And it's like, yeah, but the game after he's playing the Storm. So, you know, you sort of was looking one, one game ahead. One game ahead. Yeah. Not, not, not. Uh, he was playing checkers, not chess. You could say. Uh, but I've anyway, got to say the standard was very good this year. Mm. It was a really tough league. You know, it's been a few years where you've won it quite comfortably, quite and everyone comfortably, else has yeah. been daylight. But yeah. it was a, it was good fantasy footy. Well, I think we only had two. I think we only had two teams that kind of gave up. Um, I'd, I dare say the Hooded Monsters gave up at one point. Um, yep. And I can't remember. Uh, and who was the other team that gave up quite early on? There was someone else who also gave up pretty quickly. Um, I can't remember they off the top of my head, but uh, yeah. So so it was a pretty much a you know everyone running and gunning. Um, so yeah, it was a good, good, good comp. All right, we'll have to do it again next year. Yeah, absolutely. I think we might do a. Um, I might we might look at doing a draft league. Yeah, yeah. Makes it a little bit more interesting. I just did my first ever NFL um, actual draft. I've always done auto draft. Yep. And um, it's with a bunch of guys from around the world. So we all got up. Like well, I, It was at 10 o'clock here 
there were guys in Hong Kong doing it. It was pretty, you know, 8 p.m. guy in New York, guy in South Africa, all on a Zoom doing this uh, NFL draft. And it is quite good because you can't, you've got to, they go um, snake. So first to um, one to 10 and then back 10 back down to one. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. So, so you'll often get like two picks very close to each other, mm. and then you got to wait. You know, yeah. Then you got to play the waiting game. The thing is, with the NFL though, there's so many players. Yeah, like, I, know. I know. So many players to choose from. Um, yeah. As opposed to the NRL, where you've kind of got a top five, and then it falls away pretty quick after that. In most positions, yeah. really. Um, mm. So yeah. Anyway, um, can we get on to uh, not all heroes wear capes? Is that all right? Yeah, let's all do right. it. Uh, not all heroes wear capes this uh, week. Well, there's only, I mean, there's only one, and that's the uh, Manly Seagulls Football Club. <laughs> now, you might laugh, but this is actually a serious one. Um, this was released today, which I thought was actually very nice. Uh, Keith Keith Titmus, who um, sadly passed away at the beginning of the season, um, his contract was com- paid out completely by the Manly Seagulls to his parents this season, uh, upwards of I think it was about one hundred and fifty thousand um, dollars. And although obviously no. You know, there was no legal binding agreement to that or anything like that that they had to do it once he passed on. They still decided to uh, pass that on to his parents. So I thought that was a, uh, I thought that was a very nice touch by the Manly yeah. Seagulls. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's quite interesting because um, that's why J- that's why we ended up getting. I'm sure a lot of people know this already, but that's why we ended up getting Jason Saab because Saab actually was really good friends with. Uh, uh, with Keith, and he came to Manly to play with him. And um, so if it wasn't for Keith, we wouldn't have uh, Jason Saab playing for us right now. So uh, anyway, uh, I thought that was a nice little nice little touch there. A proper a proper not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, a proper not all well, heroes Well, I thought you were capes. the other one. The other uh, feel-good story, I guess, or bittersweet story, was that the, the, the Trebojevic's grand – was it grandfather or grandmother? Grandmother. Died a couple of days before the the game against mm. the Cowboys. Mm. Um, it's horrible when you think you know we we get it. We give the players shit on Twitter. We give them we give them shit on all the social media platforms on the podcast. And you know they they earn good money. They deserve it. But when you hear about this stuff, when people mm. have you know funerals that they can't attend, yeah. Um, loved ones that have died that they can't get down to to see or you know people that are ill that they can't see it's it does kind of hit home that they're human as well and that they've got to um you know like that's got to suck to know that you you can't go and see you can't go to the funeral you can't go and pay your respects um i did like that uh tom said that the grandma's Yugoslavia and she doesn't really understand footy, but she just loves hearing the Trebojevic name getting yelled out <laughs> on the TV. So if she's been watching this year, she's heard it plenty of times. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it was nice that um, I actually had that for uh, 
Brendan the Brave Award for exceptional bravery. But um, oh, there you go. I did like the fact that yeah, she passed. She actually passed away the day before the game, and um, Jake Jake ends up getting a double, and uh, Tommy gets a uh, gets a hat trick, which you know. So he had yeah, a standard well, game. Tommy had a standard game, basically. That's <laughs> kind of what basically is at yeah, the moment. Yeah. Didn't did one of the uh, one of the magnificent seven won a lot of money on a Jake Turbo try, didn't they? Is yes, this correct. Yeah. Um, uh, Summer Hayes, uh, one of the uh, magnificent seven, he uh, was talking it up before the game, uh, and he said. Um, he said, Jake owes me. Uh, I reckon I, I'm going to put him down for any time try scorer. Um, yep. Now, Jake has burnt me in the past. I think I spoke about it on this podcast where I... He burnt me. He's burnt me in origin. I always yeah. put a sneaky bet on him in origin. I love yeah. a first try scorer. I always love a like a second row to just crash over. Yes. It's the most boring try ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, he put... Uh, so Jake was paying uh, $5.50 for any time try scorer. And he put fifteen hundred dollars on him. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah, crazy. Well, when you said he won a lot of money, I thought yeah. he must have had some exotic like no, no, you know, Jake to score in the twelfth minute and twenty no. he put the thirty second mark. He put fifteen hundred dollars on him. I dare say he'd had a few beers at that point because <laughs> he yeah. he put in some other crazy ones which also paid off. But um, yeah, so uh, congratulations. To wow. uh, Summer Hayes. Um, did you see that footage, though, of... Um, I'm sure a lot of people have seen it if you haven't gone on social media. Um, there's a group of uh, punters in a room and uh, their multi had just come in. Um, yeah. Well, what they well, thought they had, had just come in. They had in. the whole multi yeah. and the last leg was Manly to score under 50... Was, was total points, total points. Under, under 58. Was it under 58? Yeah. I think I think it was under fifty-eight or something was, like that. Yeah, yeah. And so it was. They were home. They were home, and um, <laughs> yeah, and they were celebrating because when when they uh, when when Marty because both ways they were like don't score. So when Marty threw the ball and it got yep. knocked down, they were like, oh no, the the um, bulldogs might score here and that'll ruin it, right? No, the Cowboys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. The Cowboys, yes, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've, we've played so many shit teams recently; it's hard to keep track. <laughs> I think, and they were running, and Scott Drinkwater put a kick in. Well, he put a kick. S- yeah, yeah, so 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 they knocked it down, and then he put a little kick through, and they went, "Oh shit, no, he's going to score." And then Garrett got to it, and then Garrett got to it, and they're cheering. all they're all high fiving each other, and they're cheering, going, "Yeah, yeah!" And then when he took off, he beat one tackle, beat two <laughs> tackles. And I think it was when he passed to Daily Cherry Evans, things took a terrible turn. Uh, <laughs> they just no, started. I, yeah. That was so good. That water, it's the the amazing. It's, it's, it's maybe the worst beat of yeah. all time. He took he took the ball on his dead ball line. He he literally almost I wasn't convinced he hadn't put his foot into over the dead ball line. He was so deep in the end goal. The funny thing is they all start screaming because I've, I've had this going around in a punter's group I'm in. There's one guy, one of the guys in the group goes, check this out. He did a freeze frame. Garrick is in his in goal. They're all cheering, but Garrick's just beaten the first tackle. One of these kids that's got the multi on, he, know, he knew 
he's like, they're all cheering. He's pointing at Gary. <laughs> and they're all like holding their heads. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah. Serves, serves them right. Serves them right. Hey, don't gamble responsibly, you know. Bet with your head, not over it. But um, what an amazing game. Uh, and if we can just, I just want to touch on, I just want to touch on one bit of it. This is just footballers being footballers. Look at that. Stamp and draw and pass and stamp and sprint and offload and catch and pass. That, that's just footballers being footballers. Um, this week's award has got to go to Tommy Turbo for footballers just being footballers. That uh, that try he scored, I think there was like, what, 10 minutes to go or something. It was ridiculous. Yeah. He just, they couldn't yeah. grab him. He just kept on passing. Like, well, like Gus said, he was pass and step and run and pass and fend and step and swerve. And they were just falling. I couldn't believe what I was watching. I couldn't believe it. I, I was yelling so loud that the dog ran in and investi- to investigate what the hell was going on. My two daughters ran in and said, what? And I said, I said, what's going on? I said, I said, Turbo just did the most amazing move. He just scored the most amazing try. And they went, oh, we thought you, we thought you were hurt or something. And then they just walked out. <laughs> Couldn't give a shit. But um, uh, it yeah. was. It was a pretty amazing try. It, it, it was sensational. It really, it really yeah. was sensational. And, and just the way he just kept on going and going. And it was just kind of like, surely. They're going to catch him. Surely this is one. Now they've got him. Okay, they've got him. They've got him. Oh, my God, they've fallen off him again. Like, it was just, it was. It, it needed a little bit of Benny Hill music over the top of it or something, you know. Or the, the footballers being footballers. There you go, even. yeah. Um, but that was. How'd you, I, I, I picked a few fights after it, though. I still don't think it was as good as Haynes won in 09. Well, uh, I mean, with modern technology, Bill, uh, you might have seen someone's actually gone back and had a look at Haynes' try. And with modern technology, if you had a look, there is actually a, um, what do they call it? What are they, it, it, they, it used to be called a shepherd. What's the, what's the term for oh, an it An obstruction. There was actually an obstruction in it. No. If that was scored, no, they, if yeah. that was scored in 2021, that would have been called back for an obstruction. I'm sorry. Well. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just think the context, I mean... What I think it does show, though, is Tom Turbo is this season, I would say, well, you know, regular season, I think he's been better than anyone we've seen. Like just the impact he had from where Manly were to where they've come is just just all round. And you compare him to Barber and Hayner, the two most, I guess, recent ones that we talk about that we, we probably remember. And... Um, He's different, you know, he's different to both of those players because he lifts up the players around him. Yeah. Like, Hayne was always a prick. He was always moody. He didn't, he didn't lift the players up around him. Now, obviously, when your teammate does something brilliant, that does help you. You get, you get a morale boost. Mm. But Tom facilitates as well, you know, like he's just. The triceps are crazy. Yeah, I mean, Trisis, everything. He's just a he's a complete package. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how far he can he can take them. Um, yeah, and and as I said, I got to. We like to be real. Yeah, I we, be we real. keep it real. We keep I was it real. sitting. 
we keep it real on this podcast. I was sitting on the couch with my daughter uh, watching the game and she's a massive Valentine Holmes fan. Mm. So she was rooting for Holmes. Mm. And I just, it's not fair. Like it's not, it's not fair, right? What Manly get, it's not fair. Para has had to wait so long and you guys just get handed these brothers in your lap. I don't want to see it. I was, I was cheering for the Cowboys because I thought yep. if you're not, I don't want you to get fourth. I don't mm. want to see you guys get an, a cruisy. Pa- I don't look. Manly's a team now. You can't even hate them. They're not. They're, there's no one in there that's even DCE softened. But it's the fans. I can't take you people that'll be out here saying, "Well, you hey, know, another hey, premiership." What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? You racist. You people. What are you you know about? what I mean. You're going to be out there saying, oh, we've won a premiership in every whatever, blah, blah, blah. Oh, now, let me tell you, those premierships before 2008 don't count. You cheated for them. You stole all your players. <laughs> we just did, hey, well within the rules. But I, I, I was pretty disappointed. And I noticed that you were pretty in the group chat with uh, Killer and Cyrus. I noticed you were pretty, pretty, being pretty quiet about the fact that you were cheering for the Cowboys. Mm. And then it was actually my wife who was chatting to your wife who came in and your daughter said, you know, on, on speaker, oh, yeah, dad's in there. He's screaming at the TV because apparently the <laughs> oh, the wow. sea eagles are getting all the calls and the refs are cheating. And I went, oh, okay, 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 I get it. No, she. Oh, well, I was uh, saying right. she was getting the, right. the calls, but she was, she was getting very upset about it with the cheating aspect. But <laughs> I, I'll... I don't like it. I don't think I can take the smugness of Manly fans winning another title. I like. Good, Bill. I you guys you have had you guys have had great players come through as well. It. You've had great players come through as well. Jamie Lyon, <laughs> oh, yeah. he was a great player. You know, he was ordinary. The guy, he was exposed. He was he was the beneficiary of Manly's weird. Genetic experiment. <laughs> it somehow fucking gets brothers. You somehow find these brothers that are really good. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I'm onto you. I'm sniffing it out. Well, you, if you hate it now, right? You, you should mm. stop watching. You should stop watching football because in three years, we're going to have two Travojevic brothers. We're going to have. I think it's three. Oh, fuck, I even actually wouldn't even want to say it's four Finos well, brothers. Finos. Finos. Well, well, the court might have something to well, say. Well, it might. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It could be three. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so things are going to get things are gonna get pretty crazy on the northern mm, beaches. It's very suspicious. That's all I'm going to say. Very <laughs> do think, suspicious. That do you think we have some sort of brothers. breeding? Do you think we have some sort of weird breeding program, do you? It's sort a genetic like, laboratory. The centre of excellence is a ruse. Yeah. <laughs> There's some... <laughs> It's some, some engineering, some sort of Nazi and... breeding part, uh, sort of building room, you know, where we're sort of Des is breeding the the perfect footballer. Exactly, like yeah. Frankenstein. Um, uh, speaking of court cases, um, choose the door. Uh, I thought I'd bring this up mainly because it's a year ago, pretty close to a year ago that uh, Michael Jennings got uh, done for using illegal steroids, unlike the legal ones that <laughs> some people take. <laughs> um, uh, so he's been in court, Michael Jennings. Okay. Been in court. 
And um, I guess I just hope, I just hope that whoever his defence lawyer is, that uh, Manasseh Finu doesn't have the same lawyer. Um, otherwise, we could be in some trouble. So Michael Jennings is uh, currently accused by his ex-wife of punching her, which is, you know, absolutely terrible in a car. Now, Michael Jennings's lawyer has come out and said, no, actually, it was a spider in the car and he was just trying to punch the spider. Mm. Mm. And he's gone and taken a text message from Michael's phone saying to his ex-wife, oh, I was driving the other day and I saw a spider in there. And so she's using that D de- or he's using that defense mm. to uh, try and get Michael off. I'm no fancy lawyer, but um, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think. Oh, God, I don't think that fucking, one's gonna. I don't think that one's gonna what's fly. Wrong with these people. Seriously? I don't know. I don't know. But um, have you seen him recently? Have you seen photos of him? Yeah, he looks weird. He's oh, got, mate. he looks insane. He's really let himself go. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's 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 not the full quid. He really is. He's, yeah. he's kind of looking like a a darker version of uh, Doc Brown from um, Back to the Future. Like, okay. he's just got that crazy look in his eye. Is the hair's crazy. The ha- yeah, the, ha- the hair's going crazy and, and he's just got yeah. this sort of, you know, Marty, I'm going back to 1985 <laughs> look on his face. Great <laughs> Scott. Great Scott. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. 1.1 gigawatts. It feels like he's, what, what did I say? Great Scott, 1.1 gigawatts. Um, and the flux, ca- flux capacitor. HGH. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> he thought I he was just... going back to the future with human growth hormone. <laughs> he was. Well, he was trying to go back to 1986. Um, yeah. Jesus. So, yeah. Anyway, poor old uh, Manasseh paying Well, there's for another. He's a bit of Infidel's Corner. Choose Ooh. the door. Okay. Yeah. One of the original, well, not winners, but people who inspired the award, Matt Lodge. Mm. And just really surprisingly losing his cool and giving the finger to the crowd and trying to belt everyone. (laughs) And you kind of want to say to, I think you even maybe threw a tweet out there, you look at who the Warriors recruited. They've got Kane Evans. Yeah, I did. Matt Lodge. Yep. They've gone full grub. You can't. They've then... gone D- DWZ. Who DWZ yeah. is like possibly one of the angriest guys behind you know Cody Walker. Cody Walker loves to get into a fight, and Jack Hetherington. You know, like these. They, yeah. They're, yeah. The, they're the tri- the Bermuda Triangle of wanting to get into fights. Yeah. Yeah. And Kane Evans. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kane Evans through. I mean, like, yeah. It's just. What the fuck? Why would you sign Matt Lodge? Seriously, you you know what you you deserve everything that's coming to you. Yep. So choose the door, guys. But don't sign dickheads. And if you do, you know what's coming. Exactly, exactly. Um, while we're doing a bit of infidels corner, I don't have a. I need some sort of. I need some sort of. We need some intro. I need an intro button for this. Yeah. What about the Team America? You know, yeah. when when the infidel the infidels came. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You uh, have balls. Um, I like balls. So uh, yeah, infidels corner. Can we? Two things I'd just like to touch on is um, a big congratulations to Super Coach Trent Barrett. Um, wrapped up that wooden spoon. <laughs> And you know yeah. what? I love to see someone 
who has worked so hard to accomplish something and have it finally pay off. It's mm. it's really um it's heartwarming. It's just it's just it's basically it's a great rule for the kids out there, don't give up. You know? Yeah. And he set out on a journey in twenty nineteen, no, twenty eighteen, sorry, to win that goal to win yeah. that wooden spoon. Um, well, he was he was so close. He got he was pipped. so he was close. Within, he could so smell close. It, it he, came down to the last round. It really did. Um, but he, you know what? He came up against a formidable opponent in Brad Arthur. So. <laughs> he did, and I think look, but I, I'd almost give it to him. Not not. I don't think Manly should get it, obviously. <laughs> but I think he should be given a personal one because look, you look at Brad Arthur, and yeah, he won the wooden spoon that year, but. You know, he had Corey Norman, he had um, Jared Hayne, you know, was Bevan French still pretending to be big enough to play? I, I can't remember, but... Um, yeah, I don't... I'm, I'm trying not to remember, so yeah. just don't talk to me about it, please. Sure. But, you know, you've got to realise, Trent Barrett to come 15th, right, with a team that had a fit Tom Travojevic, like Tommy played the yeah. whole season, right? He had DCE, he had Marty Tapao, he had Jake Travojevic, he had Arpi Curacao. Now, yeah, Jesus. You know, like. <laughs> What's he doing? He had AFB, yeah. I think. AFB played that. Yeah, AFB was up playing then. Like, you gotta, you got to hand it to him. That's a hell of an achievement to come 15th with that kind of lineup. That lineup alone should get you 9th, right? Or 10th. If Without, they had like, no you could coach, grab a bum off the street. Yeah, that's and right. Probably come sixth. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. So for him, I mean, to, look I, at the premiership with Madge. <laughs> that's it. Like I kind of feel that yes, okay, he didn't win it, but he did a gr- like. It's just like you know, the Daily M Coach of the Year isn't necessarily the coach who finishes first, right? It's the coach yeah, who's right. able so to do the yeah. most with sometimes a shitty team. Right, so for so I kind of feel like Trent Barrett should get it for doing the least with a great team, don't you think? Like I feel like that's pretty much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like he's I feel like he's in line. I feel like he's in line yeah. for it. Um, but look, the fact that he didn't give up on his dream, um, and 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 he's got there. It's amazing, you know. Well, Obviously, it just goes to show what you can do. And the, the best part of it is that let's not forget. He wasn't sacked by Manly. Like, no. He took Manly's roster that's now, a, you know, potentially a bit weaker now than it was when he had it, right? Yeah. That, yeah. that are one of the favourites for the premiership, right? Yeah. He took the improved roster on them to, to 15th, almost last, and then decided four games before the season was over that he was too good for this because... Oh, the, the gym isn't as good as the gym that they have at Brisbane or whatever he fucking, whatever he thought. I mean, the guy just deserves everything that he has coming to him. And, and I think the most disturbing thing, and this is a great lesson to learn from anyone who's been dumped recently. You know, like you might be feeling down the dumps going, oh, you know, she broke up with me or he broke up with me, you know, oh, what am I going to do? Trent's, Trent's really shown that... There is better out there. Don't don't feel bad if you've been dumped. Sometimes they're they're doing you a favour. And the fact that Manly was 
the fact that Manly was like, oh no, Trent, don't, don't leave us. You know, and he, they were. They were just like, oh look, he's resigned, but we're not, we're not accepting yeah. the resignation, and we can work it out. And he was like, no, you're gonna miss me. You're gonna miss me when I'm gone. You know, like <laughs> fucking Anna Kendrick doing that song with the, you know, with the cup. You're gonna miss yeah. me when I'm gone. You know, I just think, um, I think it's fantastic. And then they've, con- and, and you know, he's left, and they're just like, oh wow, okay. That's uh, that's worked out then, hasn't it? We've yeah, we've literally fallen over <laughs> backwards, crazy. fucking into a bucket load of good luck, I guess. Um, and he's then gone on to show his true colours by going to Penrith for a season and then leaving and taking all their players and then going to the Bulldogs. I mean, the I sad mean, the sad thing yeah. is the sad thing is if he doesn't make it as a <laughs> sorry. It's hard to say that without laughing. If he doesn't make it as a head coach, <laughs> sorry. If by some strange, crazy thing, Gus fires him halfway through next season, he won't get another assistant coaching job either because surely everyone's seen what he does. It's like, well, you give him a job and then he leaves and then he takes, he just poaches all our players. So, no, we won't be. He, he hypnotises people with his, his, his mane of hair as his hair creeps towards his nostrils <laughs> he it actually puts a spell yeah. on general managers of of these teams and they think maybe maybe we could hire trent barrett <laughs> why would you hire trent barrett yeah. all, it's it, it can it's really just his looks that's all it is it's his looks it's his hair maybe it's like in harry potter when when in one of the books the guy has like a turban that's got voldemort putting spells on everyone right Maybe that's true. maybe that's super coach TB. Well, I think he look. He, thinks, what I'm- he looks like a he looks like a, uh, a a coach from a movie. You know what I mean? Like he looks yeah. like a bit of an Eric yeah. Taylor, doesn't he? He's just like he if, does. He does have a bit of Eric, doesn't he? Yeah. If that's you were going to go and make a, if you were going to go and make a, a football movie, an American football movie, he would be the first guy you'd you'd cast as a as a coach, right? Like. He's got the yeah. thick hair, still, you know, young enough, built and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's just what they get bedazzled by. They're just like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he looks like that guy from Friday Night Lights. Surely he can coach. <laughs> yeah, that's he must- exactly. That's what happens. They've all watched yeah. Friday Night Lights. Yeah, he, mu- he must be. He's Fuck, he's going to give a hell of a halftime speech. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> so, um, well well done. Anyway, Supercoach TB, fantastic. I, yeah. I feel like yeah, I want to. It was quite a nice little spiteful round. Because not only did the dogs get the premiership, then they they thrashed the Tigers. It was just like you were watching. Well, that's just the other carnage team. of all these shit teams. That's the other team that I want to talk about in Infidel's Corner. Just mm. quickly, Tigers. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, it's a bit of a shame. Um, I like you know I, I like watching hard you know hard knocks and um, yeah. you know the Last Dance and all these type of documentaries. Yeah, the Thirty for Thirty. And when they finally did um, Tales of Tiger Town, Crazy Out West or whatever the fuck it was called, I thought, oh, okay, the NRL are finally they're opening the doors a little bit for these type of things. There will never be another team in the next hundred years that will <laughs> that will allow a film crew into their season again. Has anything backfired so badly on a team before in the history? of rugby league yeah 
I mean, it's 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 kind of dumb to do it during the season. Yeah, you look at what they do in yeah. hard knocks. Yeah, and it's it's the preseason. It's practice. 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 Um, so. You, a, it's dumb to do during the season. It's even dumber then to release it while the aforementioned season is yep. still happening. Like the 100%. tests did it in cricket, but that was when it was over. So yep. you can kind of change the the um, narrative. narrative a little yep. bit and have some perspective. But yep. to have it while the players have to line up and go, oh, fuck, look how I was just shown on TV. Yep. And now I've got a... <laughs> and uh, apparently they were getting um, sledged. Apparently they're getting sledged by the opposition while they were playing them, as and the opposition was like quoting lines from Tales of Tiger Town, like this season. <laughs> like it is, it is a remarkable fuck up by the Tigers to allow it to air while they're still playing. Like yeah, that that that's the fuck up, and it's such a shame because now no one's going to do it. But if you were making one, you would never do it and air it during the season. It's just. It's just the dumbest fucking thing ever to do. It's mm-hmm. dumb that Fox said, let's do it this way. And it's even fucking dumber for the Tigers to agree to it. And now they've yeah. just used all this footage as a way of fucking going after. And it's brought the media attention onto them when the media's attention should be on the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. You look at the Cowboys roster. I mean, they, I mean, sorry, the Tigers roster, they were never going to. What did anyone think they were ever going to be in the top eight? Like they've got a really shit yeah. roster. They do. They they don't have a single. Do they, they don't have a single Origin player. Like they've got a shit roster. They're never going to do well. I think thirteenth or fifth, fourteenth, wherever the fuck they finish. That's pretty much where they should finish. Like yeah. Um. Now the Cowboys, on the other hand, they are for, they are atrocious, and they've yeah. got. A couple, they've got four origin. Like, Tamalolo isn't an origin, but he's good enough to play origin. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Felt played origin. Val Holmes played origin. Um, Tabui Fido. Tabasai Fido, he played origin. They got yeah. four origin players and they came 15th. Yeah. They are terrible. That coach is shit. Anyway, <laughs> just, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. I had, <laughs> just I, I had enough and no one's talking about them. No one's talking about them. Anyway, it's. Yeah, their halves because they're cowboys. Are so bad. Their well, halves were so bad. Like I was looking at them going, "What? What are uh, you doing here, Bill? Don't worry about it, mate. Don't worry. They've got Chad Townsend coming there next season. <laughs> Fucking don't worry about it. It's all good. The Warriors did not oh. win a single game with Chad Townsend this year. Don't worry. He's he's the answer. Unfortunately, they're asking the wrong questions. If he's the answer, yeah. anyway. Um, enough of Infidel's corner. Everyone's turned off because it's like, what the. Fuck? Do I want to listen to you two talk about the Tigers, the Cowboys, and the Bulldogs? <laughs> um, all right, I want to talk a, a new, a new little, uh, a new little segment that I've come in with because we don't. There's no injuries. Manly doesn't have injuries. I don't even know what an injury is. Touch wood. Um, so we don't. We're not going to have uh, injury crisis. But this time of year, we all find out. You know, roster changes. People sign, people let go. Um, so now we're going to do player movements. Ooh, I love that song. There 
There you go. What yeah. a song. Do you, know, do, you know what I, do you know what I was thinking of when I chose that song? The first man who's uh, announced to be leaving Manly this season, Curtis Sirenen. Curtis Sirenen. Off to yeah. uh, Super League. I want to say Wigan, but I don't really wow. know. Don't really care. But um, let's just say Super League, and then I've covered myself. Zero, yeah. you know, I I like Zero. I do. I know. Oh, that's the sound of everyone turning off. Anyone who was left, <laughs> anyone who was left, has uh, now just turned off. But uh, I don't know. There's something about Zero that I like. Um, Certainly not his football I think football it was his playing. eyes being close to each other. <laughs> that is. That, that definitely he looked, like a he looked like a PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he did. You know, and he had a little bit of Roger Ramjet about him too. You know what I mean? Like he had the yeah, big he chin. Yeah, he looked no like neck, you know, he looked like shoulders. a footballer. He looked like a footballer, didn't he? Mm. Like mm. He looked like you, his dad. <laughs> if you put him up there and you said, what does this guy do for a living? You'd say... Footballer, like, sure. you wouldn't say you'd say rugby league. He's a rugby league player. That's He's right. He's just a rugby league player. So, Ciro's left. Um, uh, disappointing, upsetting. I, I don't think he ever had a terrible drop of form or anything. I think injuries got the most of him, and um, he's just you know he opened the door to some younger guys who have got more upside, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, it'd be nice. It's good. He's going to go out. With a premiership, something his dad wasn't able to wasn't able to get. Um, and I, I tell you, I, what I do like about Ciro and anyone who's left listening, um, you know, well, you know what he did do. He always used to take the tough carries, uh, and and I think that's something that um, you know I touch upon a little bit more when we talk mm. about the game, but. We, Manly's, we need a few, uh, second rowers need to sort of roll up the sleeve a little bit and take a few tough carries and make a few metres, you know, when we're coming out of our own end. Not every play can be like a fucking Gene Kelly tap dancing fiesta and running around them. You know what I mean? It's not, yeah. it shouldn't all be a trailer for breakdance to electric boogaloo. Like you got to, you, sometimes you just got to run at them and that's what Ciro did. He used to take a lot of tough carries, so... We'll miss Ciro and we'll miss his tough carries. Wow. Yeah, you, you know go. what? You could be a a Ugoogalizer, a, a eulogy <laughs> yeah. specialist. That's okay. just yeah. touching. Touching. Th- thanks. Thanks. <laughs> um, the other person that I hope. Stay, stay oh, with yeah. me. I like the little bit where they go. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Shakespeare's sister. Who sang that? Shakespeare's, Shakespeare's sister. sister were, was yeah. that the one that went, you gotta hope and yeah. pray yeah, it goes, it gets that a little you boogie. make it yeah, one day that's back it. in the real world? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and the film clip was her um, washing a dead body. Yeah. yeah. Well, so they, didn't, they, left, and... they left nothing to the imagination. I think we all know what the song was about, just in case. <laughs> just in case, you know, someone thought, oh, is this about a kid who's scared of boogie monsters in his room? Is this what this song's about? And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Someone's died. She's washing his body. I get it. Good. <laughs> just, for, just because it wasn't, uh, yeah, completely clear. Um, Moses Suli. Uh, and mm. I was just talking him up last podcast as well. Kiss Maybe I death. left it. Maybe I left it too late, do you think? I don't know. He, had, he hadn't heard the ep- We We didn't get it out in time. If you'd have got it out that 
little bit earlier? Mm. Or is it because he threw Schuster's phone into the into Ooh. the river and Des, Des wouldn't have stood for that? Wow. Des's well, like, you heard it here first. Yeah. Now, we're not starting Allegedly. rumors. We're not starting rumors. <laughs> but that's something we imagine might have happened. Yeah, this is uh, based on true events, but yeah. all of the ca- characters are fictional. <laughs> And don't represent anything that happened in real life. No, no, one of the most heinous crimes. So um, Moses Suley uh, has signed, allegedly, according to Danny Weidler, with uh, the Dragons for Weidler. I believe it was 1.6 million over three years. I think the technical term is... um, Overs. Overs, Yeah. 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 Um, look. And wasn't there, there was some comeuppance too because the Dragons had made a bit of a song and dance about releasing Jason Saab mm. and made the Eagles pay some $70,000 fee 50, or something K. that was yep. owing. Yep. And then Manly just got a little game set match in and said, well, okay, no worries. Oh, by the way, that's $70,000. Yeah. you are going to have to pay it to us now. Yeah. Yeah, you know the you know you know the bank you know the bank account. Put her in. <laughs> yeah, you got the deets. You got the deets. Push, put them in there. We'll use it to uh, we'll use it to buy a new trophy cabinet at the end of the season. Oh, uh, well, I, I, I mean, St George are another clusterfuck of a team. I'm not going to go any more into no but, Fidel's corner, but it's hardly somewhere where you think Moses Suli, no, who had a lot of documented yes. issues. You know, yes. like he. He Preach. was at the Tigers. Preach, Bill. Preach. Preach. It's not where he should be. No. He needs – it's the worst – arguably the worst place mm. he could go. Yep. He needs- so I hope for his sake he goes well there because we – it pains us to talk poorly of Moses Suli, as you pointed out last week. But, gee, Well, gee he whiz. needs to be – he's done his best, right, in a good environment. And he needs to be around a good father figure like Des Hasler, not mm. a racist uncle figure like Anthony <laughs> Griffith. <laughs> That's not... Oh, can, th- 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 there is nothing, there is nothing about that relationship that is going to fucking work. Yeah. It's just, I, I, it's just terrible. I, I, I feel that... I feel, I feel a foz. I feel I feel a Kieran Foran coming on. I feel like it's, he'll be back in a couple of years yeah. going, I should never have fucking left, please. And what what are the agents of these players doing? Like the oh, agents don't fuck. have much to do, right? Yeah. It's so you go get him maybe he's happy to just cash it out and go, I'm gonna get one point what was it, one point seven million bucks. So that's me. I'm done. But he's still young. Like he, you're potentially derailing his whole career. Mm. He could get another eight years after it. Like it just doesn't make any sense to go to these shit teams. I just, I just feel that like he, yeah. If he just toughed it out, I just feel like he would be in the side sometime in the next two years. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I just get a feeling that like he just, you know, he's just al- he's almost there. He's 18th man. And I just feel like sometime in the next two years, someone would move on or someone would get injured or, you know, he, his I mean, defense. Brad Parker's going to be out for origin and yeah, kangaroos well, and, yeah. you know, like. Between between Brad Parker, Josh Schuster, 
Hamoli, Olicatano, like we're gonna need a lot of guys to come in over Origin. You know what I mean? Like far out. Like thank God we've got Gutten Morgan, who's from New Zealand. Like thank God he's yeah. not eligible. Otherwise, we'd be in big trouble. Saab, he'll be there. Oh, can we just jump? Oh, hang on, we're doing player movement, aren't we? Okay. Uh, Andrew <laughs> Davies is gone. Boohoo. Uh, Where's he gone? Yeah, the farmer. He's Where's we're not he gone? apparently we're not we're not re-signing him. I thought uh, yeah. now uh, you know me. I'll, I'm on HMAS Des, um, but I feel like that's a little bit cold. I feel like that's a little bit cold. Mm. We sign him away from power. No, he gets but, injured you know, within the, the first. It's the nature of the beast. Five you guys minutes. have got so many good back rowers now, like Ola Kalatu and how you know, you've Paseca. You've got big bodies. You don't need yeah. Andrew Davy. No, you're doing him a favour. Right. You're setting him free. You're letting him go on. Not all heroes. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, you're right. You're right. You're welcome, Andrew Davy. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Just send it, send us a gift basket of muffins. Um, uh, now, here's the big signing news. Strap yourself in. This is exclusive. Uh, okay. Not exclusive at all. This is actually from uh, Noodles, Seagull Spur. Um, he's been talking this one up for a while, and it's, uh, you know, like most things, I think, I just think oh, he's had one too many. Mm. avocado lattes he doesn't know what he's talking about but um apparently he's he's right on the money uh ethan uh ethan bullymore a young up-and-coming forward from uh brisbane broncos now he's been saying that he's gonna he's coming to manly uh he's been seagull spurs been saying it for about a month now uh and it was just uh it was announced today the broncos are going to release him so wow. all things point to Ethan Bullimore. Now Ethan Bullimore has been compared to a young Shane Webke. Ooh, yeah. wow! Now, to, to be upfront, <laughs> the only person who has said that is me, and I've never seen him play. But he's the only Broncos forward that I can think of who <laughs> was any he's good. The last, so the last good forward they that, had. That's right. So looks like Manly's got. The next Shane Webke coming our way. So, uh, wow. fuck, it's an embarrassment of riches. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what kind of club just goes out and signs Shane Webke? 2.0. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> when um, it rains, it pours. It does rain and it does pour. Actually, I had, um, I had Nathan in my DMs accusing me of being a Facebook NRL a, a burner account, accusing me of being this Facebook commenter or there's an there's a twitter account that's based about dumb facebook comments don't you know how don't they don't they know how busy you are you don't have time for these kind of things <laughs> well i think the main thing that he missed because whoever it was did a song mm. and of of course i've done a couple of songs yep. and so he goes it sounds he said is this did you just dox yourself and i was like no and he was like uh mate it does sound a lot like you <laughs> like it was and i was like what you're missing here is that I love attention. So if it was me, I would a hundred percent claim it as yeah. me. Like yeah, I, would, yeah. I would plaster it from. I'd be on my profile. I'd be sharing it <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, uh, I yeah, yeah. I don't think you. You know, you're not worried about being judged by others. You you're happy to get out there. And no, I'm front, happy to front to and center. Put it all out. In fact, there's hissy fits if you don't get credited to things. exactly um, exactly um, yeah. Um, now I was about to fly into a rage, okay. Um, with I'm done, 
Okay. But then I've forgotten what I was going to say. So, <laughs> and this is why. I was talking, talking about Moses Suli, uh Drag. Uh, I can't remember. And it's really boring to listen to me just trying to it's retrace my steps. It's hard when you're in fourth, you know, you're just, just looking forward to another premiership. <laughs> um all right. Have you got have you got any other rewards or are we can we can we move on? We can move on. Okay. Let's get into news. DCE rules out move to new Brisbane team. Thank wow. God. Redcliffe, yeah. Is it red has it been confirmed? It hasn't been confirmed. Hasn't been confirmed. One was ahead, and then the other two that were coming behind went, fuck, fuck, we're gonna lose it. Let's join up. Um mm. because merge clubs like the Dragons and the Tigers have always been so successful. Let's do what they're doing. Mm. Um so no, it's not confirmed yet. Um But uh look. Good to see DC came out and ruled this out. I think he's got another... He signed for eight years, right? So 2016 was his first year. So he's we've got him for another three years. Is that right? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Um, I'm just looking him up now. How old, he's, how old is he? He's, he's getting on. I'll test you here. Uh, I want to say he's 31 or 32. Boom, 32. 32. There you go. That's right, because Foz is 30, and they keep on saying, he did, they did it again on the weekend. They did it again on the weekend. Look at those old legs. He's only fucking 30. He's younger <laughs> than DC. DC takes off that last try. DC fucking took off down the sideline and burnt like two players. They don't say, oh, you still got a bit of miles in those old legs. Meanwhile, Foz, yeah. two years younger than him, they're going, oh, look at him. Fucking haven't seen him out of his Zimmer frame in a couple of months. Look at him go. It's like, fucking <laughs> hell, mate. He's young. He's a young man. I I, I appreciate yeah. he's lived a lot. You know, he's had an eventful life over the last, you know, he's aged a lot in the last five years, but fucking hell. He's 30. He's squeezed a lot in the last, in the 30 <laughs> years right. he's lived several lifetimes. <laughs> yes, he has. Um, but look. Now this isn't this isn't confirmed. This isn't a big look. This this is a rumor. This isn't like a sea eagle spur. Um, it's not a hard it stat. It not, don't lock it in, right? But yeah. I heard from a photographer who I work with, Ooh. a stills photographer, whose kids Ooh. go to school with Cherry Evans's kids, right? Wow. Okay, yeah. we're getting this. Is, you ready? This is, you ready? Now, he, he knows yeah. I'm a Manly fan, and we were chatting on set um, about a month ago, and he said mm. and he said he talks to Daily Cherry Evans occasionally when they're dropping kids off and stuff, and he said that Daily Cherry Evans said he wants to finish his career back up in Queensland playing for either the Titans or the new football team. So... So there you go. Now, it doesn't mean that he's going to leave well, Manly. It, it doesn't mean that he's going to leave Manly early. So he can still go through for another. So what do we say? He's got another three years, which would make him 35, right? So he could still do another year, possibly. He'd still go 36, 37, possibly. 
Oh, it's getting on. Though, it is it? getting on. It is getting on. Like, he, he wouldn't be, you know, he'd certainly have to. But that's what he said. Now, now, the full story is this photographer, he's not one of those... You know, he kind of follows rugby league, but he kind of doesn't. He's not like us. He's not up to speed with what's going on, right? Mm. He's one of those guys that, you know, you probably have the same chat. They'll hear that you're you're into football and they go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm into football. And you go, yeah, oh, are you in the game? And they'll go, yeah, 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 oh, how about those eagles, you know? Like, but I think it was, who was I talking to the other day? Oh, yeah, someone was saying, they go, oh, yeah, that Marty Tapao, wow, he's a dirty player. Like, he's, he's always been... Um, penalised and sitting out for hitting people in the head and stuff. And I was just like, mm, he hasn't for like on, three man. or four years. Like, yeah. you don't, you know what I mean? He's kind of one of those, I, I chat to them now yeah, and yeah. then. They're kind of in and around it, but they don't really know what's going on. And, you know, they'll sort of see the odd game here and there. So he's one of those guys, you know, if if you told him that, you know, Jamie Bure still played. He'd probably go, oh, yeah, yeah, Jamie Bure. Yeah, I know he still plays for Manly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't really kind of follow yeah. things. So, he could be somewhat confused, but that's what he told me. So, okay. take of that what you will. A little bit of uh, exclusive there. Exclusively wrong, <laughs> go possibly. From the, anyway. from the photographer yeah. who kids go to school with DCE kids and DCE decides at the school. <laughs> Fate. You know, to, you know, fucking yeah. sausage sizzle. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> to talk to this com- complete random and yeah. say, yeah, look, uh, actually, Steve, <laughs> I don't really know you very well. Yeah. I? I'm yeah. under a multi-million dollar contract with a club that's, that's right. looking after me very well, but yeah. I'm going to leave them. <laughs> don't tell well, anyone. No. He ne- but he never said he was going to leave. He just said he wanted to finish his career um, back in... Queensland. He'd love to do a, mm. a season or so okay. back up in Queensland. That's all he said. Well, That's all I'm going to say. I mean, who's to say? There is there yeah. is a license going and there's a very poor club on the northern beaches that's always happy to move somewhere. So maybe maybe DC is trying to move you. Well, I I <laughs> I think um our next our next halfback is probably two or three years away. So um, okay. if he can stick around for another three years, then the succession plan is all in place, which is nice. I know you guys have got your eyes on Jacob Arthur, so, you know, I can see it happening. I can see it yeah, happening. Yeah, that's right. In the long <laughs> list of, in the long tradition of uh, signing power players, like Andrew Davey, yeah. um, Lussick. Who else? The second time. Oh, yeah. Don't when, talk about it. When we brought him back. <laughs> that's right. What's his name? Um, he who Darcy. should not be mentioned, Jamie Lyon. And Jamie, well, no, no, no. He won't be in the tradition. Jacob Arthur will not be in the tradition of. Oh, see, what I was doing was saying. Oh, you were trying to name the bad ones. I was naming all the shit okay. ones, but um, yeah, it's painful. It's yeah. pain- they're all painful. Yeah. Um, uh, that's all the news. I've I've literally only got that. I mean, no news is good news, right? Like when you're flying. Yeah. Well, the news is very much structured around just finals now. And, yeah. And you know we're in the finals and what's going to happen. So I guess the main power news. Mm. Uh, is their team lineup that was named this afternoon? Mm. Uh, some shocking, some shocking selections. What is going on? Um, what is going on? It's very, it's very strange. I mean, can you just go through? It's very strange. Just go through and name because people might not have gone through it. So just name the name the really surprising ones. Well, surprising. Ray Stone apparently is playing hooker. Uh, instead of Joey Lussick, 
So there's some talk that he's maybe injured himself. Um, and then the Sean Lane is starting and uh, Isaiah Papali'i is on the bench, which just doesn't make any sense. Mm. And then um, Ryan Madison is not in the starting squad. He's been he's been relegated. I mean, he's in the 18 or 19, the extended bench, but he's not even on the bench. Mm. It's... Uh, injuries? Are there any injuries? very strange. Well, there's talk that maybe Joey Lussick has a has a calf strain. Mm. Um, but hooker, who have you got? Because you don't, don't have it's, you don't have any you don't have any backup hooker there, do you? No. So you no. got Ray Stone for the first time ever playing Will hooker Smith. and playing eighty minutes. So there is they're saying Will Smith will come on and well, be a kind yeah. of dummy half. Well, yeah, okay. I, I mean, I think Will Smith is is a perfectly serviceable player who should have probably been given a lot more time this year than he's been given. Oh, and the other one is Bryce Cartwright is in for Ryan Madison. Mm. Like <laughs> Bryce Cartwright, there were I said this on Twitter. There were times this year where I started to convince myself that maybe Brian Bryce Cartwright should be getting more time on yep. the field. Yeah, I watched that whole game against the Panthers. Wow. That Eels. Again, they they played their second tier side. It's weird. Bryce it's Cartwright weird that you would that would so be bad. the first and only game that you've watched this season. Would be that one. Yeah, maybe. Now I've watched a couple. I've watched a couple with you back when we could um, when we, when could, we could, go. could go to the pub. Mm. I need I need someone next to me so I don't completely flip out. I need <laughs> someone to ground me a little bit, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't. I have to check my behaviour. Otherwise, yeah. I start yelling and throwing things. And you've uh, reunited. Um, you've got you've got Wonga Blake and Blake Ferguson back on the side. It's um, yeah. yeah so, it's... But but I think the big one is here's the big one. Let's be honest, Ryan Madison. Yeah, he's been completely left out of the side. Like, have you guys been playing better since he got since he got uh, suspended for that hit on? Brad Parker, the Centre of Excellence? I think the thing is, no, it's very hard to get a read on where Para are right now because they were in terrible form. Like, they were they were gone. They were dead and buried. Their season was pretty much over, right? Mm. Then they beat the Cowboys, who we've just called out as absolute pretenders. Mm. They beat the Cowboys. They, had a, they played pretty well in that win. Um, and the Cowboys can be... Pesky, you know the Cowboys were a bit pesky to to Manly in the first half in that mm, game. Mm. So they they won that game, and then they just come out and drop this absolute bomb out of nowhere where they beat the Storm after eighteen straight games. Yeah. So you're like, okay, well maybe they're back, and then they promptly rest their five best players and get a score run up on them against the Panthers. It's very hard to get a feel for what's going on at Para, mm. um, and I feel like. Brad Arthur is look. We gave him credit last week because at least he's trying something different. There's yeah, no which I, I don't mind. Yes, I, I don't mind that. You know, I don't know if I don't mind it, but gee, when I when that game against the Panthers was over, and I knew I was like, we're not going to win this game. The Panthers were trying to get the minor premiership, had a full strength team. We're playing guys that have never played. We had like three first grade debutants. 
But it's still, I came away from the game and went, I don't know if that was good actually because all that momentum and goodwill, they, like it's one thing to say, oh, but you didn't get any injuries. Mm. But you've got to take some chances. If we, Let's just say we had beat Penrith. Suddenly the, the momentum is there. I don't know where Parra's at right now. It's Was that Melbourne game just an absolute flip? Yeah, but if you lose Did to Panthers, just, then are you going like, are you like that's your momentum there? You're taking a loss. Yeah, I don't know. It's very hard to get a read on them. So, I don't know. I, I And they're playing the Knights, who also just looked absolutely atrocious. They're terrible. You guys will run up a score on these guys. Uh, like, And I'm not think, just saying that, but, but they are... They, they, they are a terrible... The, the, the Newcastle Knights are a really average football side. And I'm annoyed that we only got to play them once and we actually lost to them because they played supposedly the perfect the, the perfect game, which I still haven't let go of. Um, <laughs> but I you, this is the thing, and I was going to bring it up during the, the Manly game, but we may as well just get into it. If you look at if you look at the two best fullbacks in the game, which is Tommy Travojevic and um, James Sadesco, right? They don't stop working the whole game. And because everyone knows to be on high alert when they get the ball, what they kind of do is they take just straight off, straight up hit-ups. Like, they'll just get the ball and they'll just hit it up. Like, they don't even try anything. Yeah. And they just get the opposition. It's almost like they lull the opposition into, oh, they've got the ball again. Okay. Oh, they've got the ball again. Okay. As opposed to, shit, he's got the ball. Right, they're going to try something. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. They, they kind of put them to sleep a little bit because they get the ball so many times and don't try something. They get the ball and they just hit it up. And then he, Tommy will get the ball again and he'll just hit it up. And then he'll get the ball and then he, and then they'll put on a play. And be, But because he, the last three times he got it, he didn't do anything. They were like, oh, fuck, where'd that come from? Whereas you look, you watch Kalen Pong a play, he fucking is he, he's nowhere. When they're bringing the ball out of yardage, he doesn't take hit-ups. He's nowhere to be seen except for play four when it's like, oh, okay, now we're going to try something. Yeah. And and then suddenly he he appears and it's like, oh, that didn't work. And he fucking, you know, and then, he, and then he'll disappear again. He is, he is such a shit. Pl- I, I, I can't, I can't even begin to think. I can't even get my head around how shit he is. Like he is, <laughs> I, he, he's not in the top five. I'd take Gutho over Ponga any day of the week. He's not even in the top. I, I I reckon Ponga would struggle to be in the top ten fullbacks. Anyway, you're freaking me out here. You can't you can't do this just before we play them. Just but you just but he is absolutely he, gonna. He stunk now look his the thing is with here. the thing is with Kalen Ponga. He can come out and you know, it's not all good news. He can come out once every seven or eight games, and he'll have an absolute blinder, mm. right? And then that's all that the commentators and that's anyone will think about is that one game where he came out and had a blinder. But then he'll disappear for eight or nine games again. So yeah, I don't know. And let's I, hope that's that's not the game. <laughs> the yeah, game I, 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 I think you'll be. I think you'll be right. I think. I think these well, guys. You know, plus, they buckle beat, under pressure. If you can't beat Newcastle, yeah, then yeah, they'll buckle under pressure too. They're, they're no good under pressure. They'll. They'll. You'll be as right. opposed to the the final specialists, the Eels, who just. Just have a habit of winning. Well, I think I think the way the finals are going to go, I think I think Parra will definitely beat. I think Parra will beat Knights. I think uh, Panthers will beat Bunnies. 
I think the East, well, basically all the higher teams will beat the lower teams. There yeah. you go. What a fucking, what a what an exclusive. Write this down. Yeah, everyone. that's why they pay you the big bucks. Hey, get sports bet. The more you bet, the more you win. Get in there. Throw it, throw the whole house on, mate. You, you won't hear. <laughs> what what kind of tips am I giving away here? Just absolutely amazing. Um, Manly Storm. I don't know. I mean, I think the problem is one of the hard stats um, that I saw during the week is that Manly leads the league in uh, handling errors, which... Yeah, well, they spread it too. Well, that's the thing. I feel like Manly... Look, I feel like Manly haven't been at their best in the past couple of weeks, but you do... Teams do play... You you play down to your opposition sometimes, you know, Mm. if if it's a fumbly and scrappy game, it just kind of... It's like herpes. It just breeds, and you just wow. I just got a, I've got a cold sore on my lip as well from all that hard stat stuff. Yeah. But um, you, I think Manly will be. You know, they they have a genuine rivalry with Melbourne, so I think they'll they'll definitely be re- ready to go. And uh, you want to hope that I think sometimes those younger players like Jason Saab, you know, like like. They they have an error in them, and you got to hope that they you know they they need to tighten up. You, you can't make mistakes against Melbourne, you know. Yeah, I don't. It's not so much. I'm not too worried about the wingers. It's more the second rowers, to be honest. Um, mm. Schuster and Hamoli, they're you know they they sort of like I said. Sometimes they just need to take the hit up. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I I, I think we can take. Um, I think we I think we can take them out wide. Like I think I think Melbourne we and we got when we played them last time, three three weeks ago, or was it four weeks ago, we we got them once we got when we got down their end of the field, we actually scored on them quite comfortably. It, and we just stripped them for numbers. Like it wasn't even like some amazing set play. We just we just stripped them for just, numbers yeah, yeah, out yeah, wide, yeah. like every time. It wasn't it wasn't a big deal. The problem was getting down their end of the field. The problem is we couldn't get down there. And we kept on turning yeah, the ball yeah. over. We kept on, you know, and they were just down our end of the field almost the whole game. And that's where and that's where we're gonna and that's where we're gonna struggle. And that's where we're gonna you know, that's why that's why we need to inject a Siren into it where he just takes the tough carries. Um which is kind of like I liked it when Kepi came on and Carl Lawton comes on uh, in that last game and they just take those tough carries. Um yeah. But but we'll see. You look at you look at the storm and they're 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 mo- they're most um out wide is where they're where they're lacking. They've got George Jennings on one wing, you know. Like I don't I don't care if he is in the Melbourne system. He's George Jennings. Mm. Um and then they've got this new guy replacing the Fox because the Fox is injured. Um so they both okay. their wingers aren't that you know, aren't that great. And then you've got Remus Smith um, as one of their centers, who's doing well for them. But at the end of the day, he's still Remus Smith. Um, yeah. And then the other side, yeah, that's the only one. You've got uh, the other guy who's Olam. Olam, who's Justin who's, Olam, who's pretty who's good, good. Yeah. But he does have a he he's does have a, a game yeah. in him where he can just do some cr- pretty crazy. He's got a he's shit. got a Sean Kenny Dowell in him. He does have a Sean Kenny Dowell. Yeah, he's got some really weird shit where. Or a Sulivasu Vunivalu, who where he'll just try and jump over people. He'll get the ball and he'll try and you know hurdle them. Yeah. Or do Who's some marking crazy him? Stuff. The center of excellence. Will he be on? I wish. I wish. No. Um, 
Uh, it'll be... Uh, who is it? No, no, no. It'll be Gutten Morgan. Gutten Morgan on him. Okay. Fuck, if it was the Centre of Excellence, that would now that... You'd be sleeping a lot better. Forget about Teddy... Forget about seeing Teddy and Turbo go up against each other. Can you imagine <laughs> the Centre of Excellence and all them going up at each other? The 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 um the immovable object up against the irresistible force. It's yeah, just, wow. It'd be like waves crashing upon a rock. You know, <laughs> just a a breathtaking display of power. You know, nature at its finest. Just amazing. Oh, just fuck. I hope Des Swatch. Now, wouldn't that be? Now that would be a great coaching uh, feat. If Des went, we're swapping sides on the day, we're shutting him down. <laughs> like we did last week with our hard stats, we swapped sides. I gave you the hard stat. <laughs> That's it. Turned out it, yeah. it was, I didn't it care was for a it. false, it was a strap on. <laughs> it was a false stat. That was the worst, that was the worst stat ever. Reckon hey, Fergie hasn't lost a game a in 2021. Jesus. In his mind, he hasn't. <laughs> but in actuality, he has. Um <laughs> We did do that once. Remember Brad Parker came over and um, took on Mike Acevo and stole his soul. Ah, Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was Poor fantastic. He's still got it. He's got in a little... Mike, Mike, yeah. He's got in a little voodoo doll. He's got a little, little vase and he keeps it above no, no, no. his uh, fireplace. Yeah. Let's leave Micah out. I, I, I heard his, um, his younger brother passed away today. I just read that actually. Oh, really? So, yeah, I think he's fourteen-year-old brother. Way to way to bring the mood down. But um, yeah, thanks, yeah. Thanks, we will give him a give Mike a give him a break at the moment. Okay, I won't. Well, yeah. I, I didn't do anything. Talk to Brad Parker, mate. I'm just <laughs> I'm just calling it like I see it. Um, oh God. All right. Do we want to talk about the manly game? Do we want to talk I about think we've the? We kind of talked about it. I think we kind of talked about it, but we can. You know what I find. I find like when Manly has a game like that, there's so much talk in the press about it that it's kind of like, well, why does anyone listen to us talk about it? I mean, what can you say that hasn't mm. already been said? Um, you know, Brad Garrick, uh, Ruben Garrick's just really attractive. That's probably not talked about enough. Oh, hard stats. Yeah, well, the Ruben. Yeah, okay. Should we talk? You were talking about hard stats before. Didn't work. Yeah. All right. Okay. So last time I caught, now it's time for your for you to catch. Okay, so you get ready for my stats. Jesus, that one's a messy one. Yeah, that was a messy hard stat, wasn't it? Well, it's because I didn't get to do it last week, so I felt like you know, I felt it was I felt like my first time again. So I was just fumbling and trying to trying to get it open and trying to put it in, and it was just yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. Um. Ruben Garrick, first player to reach 300 points in a season. So wow. not only is he breaking hearts, but he's breaking records. Ruben Garrick. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. PVL. I mean, Volandi's ball. It's just records crumbling left, right and centre. It reminds me of when uh, Ian Thorpe put on the suit. You know what I mean? It's like... Well, I don't know. Is it legal? It's, yeah. Is it is it gonna is it gonna stand in ten years? Who knows? Yeah, it it feels a little bit like a yeah. I mean, you feel if you're one of the old players, you know, 
from like the 1980s where grand finals were decided, you know, six points to four. Four, four, two. four, four sorry, two. Mick Cronin kicked two goals sorry. to Terry Lamb's one. Four two. <laughs> Um, all penalty That's goals. Last premiership. I know pe- all penalty goals. If you if you and played during that era, couple. if you played that during that era, and you had a record, you'd be like, "Well, come on, do you know?" <laughs> it's like someone setting. It's like someone setting an Olympic record on a penny farthing, and then they come in with these new fucking bikes, and they absolutely <laughs> kill it. And you go, "Well, you know, come on." I was in a penny well, farthing. Well, you know, I'm going to say something nice about Manly because oh. I, I was I was booing them. Unlike the yeah, break. unlike on Saturday when you were watching them, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I stand by. I don't know if I can deal. If Manly win the premiership, it's I don't know if I can deal with it. I just anyway, we're a bit to go. But um, everyone's getting upset about Ruben Garrick breaking this record that Hazem El Nasri had. Mm. Uh, Hazem El Masri was a really good kicker, right? He was an excellent goal kicker. He was a good player. The Ray Finkel. I think people are I think people are kind of I don't know, looking at the past with some rose-colored glasses. I'm not that upset that Ruben Garrick is breaking Hazem El Masri's record. I think the blowouts and scorers definitely, you know, is helping Garrick. He's, mm. you know, but I feel like the whole category of big most points scored in a year is largely because of goal kicking. So it's not like you're the greatest player in the world. Just because you've got the, you know, the points record in a season, it just means your team scored a lot of tries and you've probably kicked a lot of the goals yeah. involved. Well, know? and it helps that he's a winger, so he's scoring most of the tries as and well. he's scoring you know? tries and so I, I don't know. It's, it's not – I don't think you look back and go, wow, they're going to be immortals just because they scored – the record points. It's a cool little stat that they've got. Um, and I think Hazem El Masri was just, was a better goal kicker by any stretch than Garrick, who's been kicking him well. Um, but I'm not, I think people need to chill out. Like who cares? Well, I care. Ruben Garrick well, No, cares. but I don't think it's, I don't think it's that, it's just the game's changed this year. There were a lot of points scored and you got to give Garrick his, he scored a lot of tries and he kicked a lot of goals and yeah. it's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. And and hey, all the teams were playing. All the teams were playing by the same rules. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, he had guy like, wasn't wasn't it like three of the top point scorers were all with Manly? Or was uh, that try scorers? Try scorers. So three of the okay. top. I think it's three of the top five. Yeah, I think Alex Johnson's up there, and someone else. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's just what we do. We score points. Yeah. Just, uh, just can't hold on to the ball, which is probably why we've got such a high error count. I'd like to see how many errors are in our half of the field and on the other half, you know, because, like, it's an error if you're going for a try and, you you know, doesn't yeah. quite come off. That's that's called an error. But anyway, um, we sort of talked about the power, uh, power yeah, game, didn't it was we? A, it was a weird game, I think. It, the, as I said, the only thing, I, the funny thing at the end of the game, I knew we picked a team that wasn't there to win. It was there to rest our good players. But it's very hard to just 
after a loss, I just want to jump online and start abusing Brad Arthur. I found it really, <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I was just sitting looking at my TV going, what do I do now? I feel upset, but I can't. Ah, he's wily, that Brad Arthur. Can I, he's uh, a bit of, bit of real. Can we be real for a minute? Yeah. Can you just put down the facade? Just drop it. All right. Okay. Just, just for a minute. Let's, I want to talk to the real Billy Buttons right now. Okay. Okay. okay? I want to talk to him. Mm. If Brad Parker, not Brad Parker, if Brad Arthur. Brad Medicine. We've both got some beautiful Brads in our life. Um, If Brad Arthur loses this first game against the Knights, Mm. is that it? Is that it for him? Is he done? Is this his final? Is this his final? He should be done. Is this his final roll of the dice? Is this, he's literally tried everything. He's tried not resting. He's tried resting. He's tried getting him in the top four. He's tried not getting him in the top four. He's tried everything. Is this, you know, he's tried putting his son in the team. He's tried not putting his son in the team. Well, he's tried putting his son in the team again. Yeah. And then he's tried putting his son in the team again. again. Yeah. Has he, is this, is this the final, is this the final thing? I think thing? it is. I think it is. There's nothing left. I think left. he needs to be, yeah, no I think he needs left. to be judged on his success in postseason uh, and it's been non-existent so if he loses to the knights who just came off a thrashing mm. and the the dialogue going around is uh oh there shouldn't be a top eight it should be a top six it's like no that's not how the competition works you don't just because there's because it's top heavy one year doesn't mean you change the format forever going forward because of this one year. Mm. But a lot of people, there is such a big gap between the top six and then the bottom 10. Um, if he can't beat the Knights, then yeah, he should go. He, he, he should go. Whether he does or not is, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to start going down the TPA path and ranting. Oh, for, please, please yeah. don't. Um, Let's just, if we're going to go for a rant, I think it's about time for... Cause I'm dying, I can't do it anymore, despite how hard I try. Baby, I'm done living with the chance I've given to you. Yeah, I'm done. Tavita Pangai Jr. to the Panthers. I'm done. Wow. I, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've been trying. I haven't said anything. I haven't been going on Twitter. Haven't mentioned it on the podcast. But seeing him play the last two games, and I don't know how we went last game, but the game before he was almost the best player on the field, right? Yeah, yeah. He was good against Para too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Ridiculous. This yeah, this rule is ridiculous. Last year. It was used to bring Sonny Bill Williams into the Roosters and they were top four, right? Yeah. It's now being used to bring a player into a team that's top two. This isn't, you know, this isn't like as I imagine how they imagined it in the board, you know, at NRL headquarters where they're like, oh, imagine if you're like coming seventh and then suddenly you lose both your hookers. You know, and you literally don't have any hookers left in your side. And yeah. you've got to win three of your next four games. 
oh, well, let's make it that they can bring in somebody who's coming 16th or, you know, let's open it up. Let's, you know, let's... Let's do that. You know, that that's fair. If you've literally, if everyone's injured and there's no one left, yeah. let's do it. That's, yeah, it's no bullshit. one's injured for Panthers. Yeah. No yeah. one's out injured. Well, he's got the option. He says, well, I could stay and play with Brisbane. Yeah. And not be, you know, have no one watch me because the team's going to contend for the spoon and I'm moving next year anyway. So I'm just going to leave mid-season. Well, and it's a no-brainer well, for him. It's a well, no-brainer go, for him. I'll go to the team that's probably going to win a premiership if I go to them. Like, but, okay, well, why don't why don't we all start? We'll take Payne Haas then. Why doesn't Manly get uh, well, David Fafida? Well, this like, is what I'm saying. Like, you guys have got no um, hooker. So, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, well, go, get, uh, go, go and get somebody. I don't, I don't know fucking who's no one in, left the, in, the, there, in, the, yeah. in the bottom eight. But but, the, but it's just Penrith aren't out of players. They haven't had any major injury. It's not like the Roosters where, you know, they've been decimated by injuries. Like, oh, fucking, yeah, like, well, I, I don't know. I, I'm done. And and this is and this is what I think. This, this And it's not just hard. It's not sour grapes either. If Manly did the same thing, right? If Manly went and got TPJ, you know, TPJ. Yeah. And put him on the bench. Now, oh well, I guess I wouldn't be too upset. But imagine we're in the grand final, right? And we're playing, yeah. say we're playing Power in the grand final, right? TPJ comes out and he has the game of his fucking life and he scores like three or four tries and he almost single-handedly beats Power. You're kind of like as a Power fan, you're just like, "Well, what is that? Yeah, he, pl- yeah. he played oh, two fuck. regular seasons. He played two. No, but I'm just saying, he's played two regular seasons for them, and then he's just come in and just killed our chances the in the grand final. final. Yeah, by having an absolute blinder. Now, on the flip side, he comes out and he plays for Manly. He has an absolute brain snap, and he takes someone's head off and gets sent off in the first five minutes. Para then go on to beat us because we've only got twelve players on the field. And I'm there as a Manly fan. I'm going, hang on, what the hell's happened? Why did we even get this guy? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I just don't see an upside. Yeah, I'm more for on the your fa- first side. I feel like it's not. How can how can the minor premiers last year and almost minor premiers this year and grand finalists probably two years in a row? Then they go and get someone comes available. Oh, who's he join? Oh, then yeah. it's like the yeah. fucking Golden State Warriors signing Kevin Durant. Like yeah. it's like, fuck, what are we doing here? What's the point of the salary cap then? Exactly. Why are you punishing these players who not get? You know, players can't go out and get paid what they're worth because you say, oh, we want an even competition, so we can't have that. Well, then how can you let the fucking one of the best players in the league just mid-season transfer because he's like, I could whoa, go and win a premiership? Not mid-season. Like he, late season, yeah, for the finals. Like mate, just jump he's played, in. He's played two games <laughs> for them in the regular season. It's, he's played two games. It's just it's fucking insane. So it's basically insane. what you need to do now as a team is you need to leave money aside and then just get a guy in the last like three or four games of the season. Someone who's yeah. who's coming out of contract and, you know, will well, come should, over. Yeah, I know. I know. It's There needs to be a cap. There needs to be some kind of cap. Uh, it's well, not like oh, I'm just going to go and play. Well, no, there, for there free. needs to be like, some no, that's sort not of how it fucking works. You're you're worth this much money, so it's be like if we're playing the fantasy league and my season's over, 
And so I just go, oh, Ben, do you want to take fucking my best player exactly. off me? Exactly. Because like you can do that in um, NFL and so the commissioner has to say, no, that's not a fair trade. That's you right. Can't. That's right. And, and know? that's what it needs to be for this. You need to go through yeah. the roster and say, well, hang on a sec. You've got five guys on the books here and they their position is second row. Well, you got to use those guys. Yeah. If you go through and you have no one, you know, it happened to Manly under Supercoach TB where he came out and told Jackson Hastings he's never going to play for Manly again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we had RP Curacao go out injured and we had another hooker go out injured. So then we tried to um, bring somebody, uh, we tried to get salary cap dispensation because it was like, well, we don't have any hookers left. We need to bring somebody into our top 30. And they wouldn't allow it because they're like, yeah, you do. You've got Jackson Hastings. And if you don't want to play him, well, then that's, <laughs> that's up to you. Do you remember that? Yeah. Do you remember that? And then so Supercoach yeah, TB right. really sort of, you know, painted himself into a corner. Um, so, yeah, it needs to be something like that saying, well, yeah, okay, you've got three registered hookers. All three are now out injured. Sure. You can go and, yeah. you can go and sign whoever the fuck. You know, what's that? Who's that Englishman who plays for the Raiders? Whatever. You know, yeah, yeah, Josh Hodgson. Josh Hodgson, sure, he's not in the top eight. Go for it. Do you know what I mean? Take him, take him. Yeah, I'm done. I'm with you. Yeah, so I've that, and I'm done. Oh yeah. Do you want? Do you and want it the music? To what you said. Do you want the music? Yeah. Just I'm done. I, can't do it anymore. I tried to um, I tried yeah. to look for some more Co Wetzel, um, <laughs> songs for other. I thought I went the other way instead of having a um, segment and then getting a a um, co the music, getting yeah. the music. I thought, well, let me just see what other songs he's got, and maybe I can do a segment around <laughs> around the song. <laughs> nah, nah, he's he peaked. He, he peaked with uh, "I'm Done." Unfortunately, he's done one yeah, called exactly. um, he's done one called uh, "Drunk Driving," uh, That's right, which yeah. I'll give a I'll give a I'll give it a go when. Uh, when a player gets done for drunk driving. But, yeah, it's, um, it's not if, it's when. When a player gets done for drunk driving. So um, I'm sure yeah. during the off-season we'll have need for it. But uh, I don't think it could be a weekly. I don't think it can be a weekly So segment. I'm done. Touching, yep. with, touching on what you said before, the Roosters. This, mm. the, all this talk about, oh, they're so brave. And Trent Robinson, what he's done with the injuries they've got. Mm. You can't have it both ways, yeah? We're talking about the Roosters who have old men. Like, they signed the Morris brothers. Yes. And they got them a premiership. Like, yep. fair play to them. Good on them. But they they chose that path. They chose to get Cooper Cronk. Yep. You know? Yeah. They chose old men, and mm. now it's blowing up in their face, which we always knew it would. You said it, like, two years ago. You were like, it's going to blow up. Yep. And now it has. And, yeah, look, I know they've had this uh, Joey Manu. That's, you know, that's a horrible injury. Yeah. But these injuries happen, right? I just, it's, it's, the Roosters get this rarefied air of everything they do. It's, it's, it's similar to how when Kalen Pong is playing mm. and he'll just pass the ball to someone and the commentators will go, oh, look at that. Look at what Ponga mm. did there. And it's like, mm. hang on. The winger ran 90 metres, beat six people, and you're going to allocate that try to just the simple pass. <laughs> they do the same with the Roosters where it's like, oh, they've just, the way they 
what they're doing here. It's like, no, every fucking team's dealing with injuries. They've got a bunch of old men that have got to retire. Yeah. They're including yeah. in their list. They go, oh, look at who the Roosters are missing this year. They including they may as well include Kevin Hastings. They're going so far back. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Fucking hell. Oh, I'm done too. I mean, you look at actual legitimate injuries, right? They've got yeah. Luke Keary um, and Joey Manu, but that only just happened and they've been everyone's been fucking yeah, exactly, blowing yeah. their whistle about these guys all season. So Luke Keary and then... Who else? Who else is a legitimate well, injury? That the power, yeah. I mean, everyone else Maybe is Dylan just Brown. old. Everyone else is old and they've retired. Yeah. I mean, I'm you look done. at like it's, you look at Manly's yeah. injury list: Jamie Lyon, Brett Stewart, Glenn Stewart. I mean, we're <laughs> brave. Sterling's out. Yeah, Cronin. we're brave as well. Look at all the players that have had to retire through injury for us. You know, like come on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. Anyway, got that off my chest. I feel a bit better now. Actually, oh, good, oh, good. Yeah. You look, you look happier. You look lighter. <laughs> um, all right, that's it. Yeah. This uh, finals, baby. Finals, baby. Finals. Um, big dance. So, the big dance. Oh well. Leading up to the big dance, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. But um, yeah, if anyone, if everyone could get in touch with us with what we can call the finals. Obviously, the grand final is the big dance. Uh, we need something to. Well, there's March Madness in um, heavy petting college basketball. We could call it September silliness. March September silliness. Uh, there's one. Just yeah. not, okay. just doesn't really sure. doesn't really slap, does it? Doesn't no. September's a little bit long. I think September yeah. silliness. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm sure there's a lot of smarter people out there than us who can uh, think of that. <laughs> Um, now, before we play the uh, before we play the uh, show's outro mm. music, uh, I just like to uh, give a little uh, shout out, a little rest in peace to um, Michael K. Williams, who played um, the iconic character uh, Omar Little on The Wire. Yeah. Um, he passed away today at the age of uh, fifty six. Uh, very sad. Very sad. He's. Uh, Fantastic actor, and as far as I'm concerned, he played probably one of the best, probably the, the, best, the best, the best yeah. character uh, to ever be on television. Omar Little, uh, he was such a such a great series and so many great characters, and he stood above them all. So, uh, uh, yeah, Michael K. Williams, uh, gone too soon. So, uh, anyway, as we say at this time of night... May your dreams be filled with maroon and white. And may Omar Little kiss you goodnight. Omar's coming. Omar's, Omar's coming. coming. Omar's Omar coming. coming. Got your spider bags. WMD's dead a bomb. Well, you yeah. come at the king. You best not miss. Oh, that was the line. That's the Gutho. line. King yeah. Gutho. Oh, please. <laughs> All right, Patty.